0: At SFM Radio and at Stephen Grootes on Twitter. Eleven after seven, good morning. Eskom saying that it now expects lower levels of load shedding during the summer months and into the beginning of next year. In fact, doesn't seem to expect worse than stage four load shedding for the next little while. There are many reasons for this. Some plants are operating better. The Environmental Affairs Minister, Barbara Creasy, has also decided to allow three units at Kusile to run without what's called their flue gas desulfurization technology in other words these plants will be allowed to pollute more to produce electricity there is research that shows this will lead to more people living in those areas dying at a younger age because of this pollution the acting ceo of eskim is kalib kasim and he's on the line for you now kalib good morning thanks so much for your time
1: morning sir and to you and to your listeners my
0: pleasure firstly you're predicting lower stages of load shedding for the next few months why do you think it's going to be slightly easier
1: I think, uh, uh, Stephen, you know, coming through the winter in terms of our performance compared to the outlook, I think that's built up some confidence. And as you've highlighted in the introduction, uh, last year during the summer, we didn't have these three units of Kusile that will be available to us, you know, uh, plus the unit five coming on by December. So 2,880 megawatts of Kusile, even if it's producing at 2,000, reduces your uh, load, load shedding by two stages. That's why we're confident of the stage four outlook.
0: The three units at Kosilo that come back, um, and there's a lot of numbers to all of this, and I'm not great at numbers, um, but they each have a capacity, I think, of around 800 megawatts. So that, if they all came back, would be 2,400 megawatts, but that's only if they run at full capacity. Do you expect them to run at full capacity or would they be sort of running at half?
1: No, they're not going to run at full capacity. We expect expected around 75%. Uh, obviously, they've been off for uh, an, almost an entire year. So uh, I think the initial period, it will ramp up. But we're confident, if we look at uh, a sister station like Madupi and how it's performing, Stephen, at, uh, at a very high EF of 85%, there should be no reason why Kosile can't perform at that.
0: The other big variable for you, I suppose, is Kuburg, that refurbishment process running, well, a lot later than originally scheduled. There's a sort of current schedule now uh, for Unit 1 and Unit 2. Are you expecting the current schedule to stay, the current schedule, Khalib? I mean, are you expecting any more delays? I know it's a huge project and it's not something you want to make mistakes over. No, definitely. It's unacceptable and
1: there's no room for further delays, uh, uh unit one will come back on the third of november and i think about four days later unit two will go off uh the, the challenge any further delays you could get to a situation where the two units two units at kuburg overlap and effectively means there would be no 900 megawatts from from kuburg or if there's an overlap period and it also impacts on on the long-term uh, uh extension program uh, Kubberg and and the engagements with the NNR, the regulator of nuclear.
0: The other big possible player that could help you is car power ships. Um, and I don't know if we need them as much as we did. There's a grid allocation that runs out in December. They have the allocation to the grid, but they can't use the allocation. That allocation has been extended before. They may not get the environmental permissions they need to run their ships before December. So they have an allocation, and as I understand it, you'll understand it better than I do, but as I understand it, they have an allocation. No one else can use the allocation for the moment. If they're not producing by December, would you extend their grid allocation again, even though that might stop someone else from using it?
1: Yeah, I think you know this uh, procurement process is with the DMRE, and and, and they will have to determine if there's going to be further extensions, uh, Stephen. So I think
0: that's in the policy domain. Okay, so you don't you don't actually play a role in that. That's only the department.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the procurement process, and then they will issue extensions,
0: not us. Okay, the summer months after. Uh, uh, so so we have the summer months. You're predicting stage four or or, or better. Then winter next year, with all of these units back, um, hopefully a, bit, a lot of progress at Kubrick as well. Any predictions at this stage for winter next year, better than this winter? I, I think, yeah, I think uh,
1: all the elements are lining up. It only can improve with, with, with more units back at Kusile, plus unit four uh, after the Madupi uh, explosion. That comes back around July next year. And then, uh Yeah, when the second unit of Kuburg is done, you're getting to the winter of next year with uh, full full, uh, two units of Kuburg. So that should be positive, and it has to come down, Stephen. uh, Otherwise, we don't see the benefit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over and above that, we we know also on the renewables and and DMRE programs, more and more uh, megawatts uh, from renewables will be connected to the grid. So that's also positive.
0: The other issue, obviously, is the grid, and that needs a huge amount of investment, and that's going to take time as well. Um, there's a lot going on with the finances of Eskom. You're getting some help from the National Treasury, but we need to spend a lot of money on the grid too. How are you feeling about the grid? Is there a proper plan to sort of fix the grid in a way that we will need it to work over the next few years? Probably going to go through the biggest change it's ever been through.
1: 100 percent, you know. Uh... Fourteen thousand kilometers of line at a cost of around 220 billion over the next 10 years significant you know on the funding perspective many uh uh, finances uh want to finance transmission we'll work in conjunction with national treasury and 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 the debt relief conditions to do that but uh, over and above the, the the financing Stephen, it's all about the ability and the value chain to execute and implement the significant growth in the grid you know we're going to have to increase our implementation and construction on transmission by about four or five times our
0: historic average per annum sure it's a huge amount of money is that money going to be coming is it going to be forthcoming from somewhere
1: no uh, so so in the next five years with the debt relief we built in the ramp up of our transmission grid we need now to address the period post the debt relief and work in conjunction with nas- national treasury on how we're going to finance that uh, with ESCM and the support of government.
0: Um, Khaliba, I've got to ask you a couple of questions about yourself, I'm afraid. Um, and you're the chief financial officer for ESCM. You've been the acting CEO for quite a long time. And I, I'm not going to ask you to comment on your, business, on your bosses, but it seems to me... There probably won't be a permanent appointment to CEO of Eskom for a long time. That's just my own analysis. Your contract as Chief Financial Officer ends in December. Are you prepared to stay on after that if you're asked?
1: Yeah, I was asked um, by Heidi Jocko, CSN, and Carol Payton. I I did say I'm in discussions with the board uh, with the option to extend, and those discussions are ongoing. As CFO, I'm really clear I did not apply for the CEO.
0: Mm -hmm. Let me make that clear. So, so you are prepared to stay on. And the reason I ask this, Kaleb, is people can be in acting positions for a very long time, as you might have noticed. Yes,
1: I mean, the first time as CFO,
0: I acted for 18 months, Stephen.
1: I hope this is not a repeat
0: Khalid Qasim, I can see I won't get much more from you, but thank you very much indeed for your time. I do appreciate it. I think some people may be feeling a bit more optimistic uh, about the electricity outlook for the next few months. Khalid Qasim is the acting CEO of Eskim and technically the chief financial officer of Eskim, 19 minutes after seven.